Howdy, campers. It's Lauren Marie Taylor, and you are listening to the Not the Final Girl podcast. Alrighty, everybody. This is part two of Crystal Lake Confidential with Amy Steele. And this is from Frightmare in the Falls in Canada, where we did a panel that was moderated by James Burrell. I can't talk. By James Burrell of Rumorg Magazine. And once again, he gave me his blessing to post this as a podcast. So in part one, he asked all the questions, which were amazing and great and thoughtful for Amy and for me. And in part two, he throws it to the audience where they can ask us whatever's on their mind, whatever they've been curious about. And for Amy, it wasn't just about Friday the 13th Part 2. They also asked about uh, April Fool's Day, which she discusses in this part. This is a mini pod, so, you know, like taking a little mini pack of M&Ms and eating them. So I hope you enjoy this and let's go. either of you would like to to mention are you glad that you were part of this series oh yeah yeah i mean it, it was kind of weird because after doing um these movies i was on a soap opera for the 12 years and nobody talked about it when i did the appearances for the soap opera i was going to malls and nobody ever said oh weren't you vicky in friday the, thir- the 13th part two so you know, you, you get I get a, I get a call from Warrington Gillette when I'm in the city one day, and he said to the uh, New York Comic Con, "Hey, Lauren, get over here." You know, I had no idea there were conventions. So, do you guys like hang out a lot? No, no, we talk, we do talk, but it's you know, we go back and forth. We're kind of silly. It, it's just such a revelation. I remember going to my first official convention and just being overwhelmed. I had no idea. I mean, I knew the franchise was big because there were so many of them. I forgot what number they were up to at that point, but I had no idea that there was so much love for our early renditions of this movie and. We just love being here and meeting you guys. I mean, I don't know about you, but this is my first time in Canada at a convention, and everybody's so amazing and so sweet. And you come from all over Canada, and we just want to thank you guys for showing up and for supporting us. It's it's really awesome for us. It really is. So thank you to you guys. Yeah. I mean, ditto to all that. It's so great. It's just, it's always been shocking and surprising like half the the greatest thing about being here is when you get to see people with all this like joy in them and and i know when you watch something when you're young and then you grow up and like it's just real and it's weird to kind of see us in person and everything it's when it's kind of in your psyche and so to see that joy is really cool because honestly we're just people like we're the same thing we're just people but you get to still see the joy yeah and that is very cool it's a it's the gift that keeps on giving for sure plus you guys have health care so you're happy (laughs) (laughs) well i think it's both it's great that the both and is this your first time to canada or have have you ever been been here oh i've been to canada a bunch but i have never been to niagara falls oh okay okay you know i'm really happy that you. you know that you guys are here and i can talk with you and everything and everybody uh i'm sure is uh Happy that you know you can. They can hear what uh, all your recollections from the films and everything. What we remember. What you. <laughs> all right. Um, 
I guess I'm going to open it up to the floor and get some questions in. Who wants to go first? All right, let's. We'll we'll get everybody in. We got enough time. All right. My, my question is for Amy. When you were cast, did you know you were going to be the final girl going into it, or was that something decided later on? Like, was that in, in the original script? Like, were you always? Yeah, the final it's girl? the it's the same. It's final. But you know, we didn't have final girls then. They just said the girl that confronts Jason or something. You know, I mean. But yeah, it was in the script. It was all written. I thought someone wasn't sure if it was going to be like something that was changed later on, or if you knew like what you were getting into. Like, thank, thank you. Um, I didn't know what I was getting into, but I did read the script, so it's like, <laughs> I don't know why, but who knows? Yeah. Uh, 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 yes. Thank you. Hi, uh, Amy Lauren. It's great to meet you. Um, outside of the slashers, as far as like Friday and Michael and uh, Freddie and everybody, uh, I always tell people two of my favorite '80s horror films are uh, Hell Night with Linda Blair. And April Fool's Day, which I loved. And I loved you and Friday too as well. But when I saw you on April Fool's Day, I thought, you know, people are always kind of saying about acting in slasher movies. And I always just found you to be so natural and everything. You're one of the reasons why I came to my first uh, Frightener. I've never been here either, like myself before. And when I heard you were here, that was like, you know, kind of like, I gotta see you still, I gotta see you still. Um, but I just want to know about April Fool's Day. Do you have any kind of stories about April Fool's Day at all? Uh, um, well, April Fool's Day was really fun. It was really nice because it was a big cast. So I thought, wow, this is great. I should do more films with big cast because you have days off and people are funny and it was really fun. But that mansion where it all took place was that's where we were for a month. I mean, that was great. Vancouver. Wow. Yeah, it was Vancouver Island. And um, I had been doing another show right before that, so like I was in Vancouver for like almost three months, and it was really, really, really nice. And the and I couldn't believe how nice the Canadians were, and the the whole crew. And it, plus, I will say the best catering I've ever had on a movie. <laughs> it was the first time I really had great salmon. Yeah, it was it was wonderful. So um, I'm glad you're scene. here. Oh, what? That second final scene. I don't want to spoil it. Anybody hasn't seen it but one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a good film. So I'm glad you like it, and I'm glad you're here. Okay. Yes, your question, please. I may I ask, um, who was your favorite person on set? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> yeah, I never even asked that question. Crazy yeah. <laughs> Ralph was not my favorite because nobody knew him, right? He was he hung around a lot though. He's funny. Yeah. Oh he did? Long way, yeah. yeah. I didn't funny. um I didn't really get to hang on him. God, that's a really hard question. And you know what? I don't think I can tell you the truth because there's some secrets I don't see. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. The whole cast was great. I, you know, I really liked hanging out with um, some of the producers. There was a guy named Tommy Gruenberg. We laughed a lot. And with John Fury, we laughed a lot. And Frank Mancuso, we laughed a lot. We just laughed a lot. Mm -hmm. So um, it was more of sort of like a general experience. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So both ladies. <laughs> so after you're done the films, did you guys like... Like, I know it takes a lot of mental work to do your part and your characters, 
So after the film was done, did you guys have any like PTSD or like dealt with any like mentally, physical after like, it's a lot of crap you guys go through, right? So like, did it affect you after you were done? Like in your normal life type thing? Well, not, no, not me. I grew up in the Bronx. <laughs> That was literally a walk in the woods for me. <laughs> no, I mean, the, the thing is, when you when you finish filming, you know, it is a movie, but we, we were together every single day for quite some time. And the only thing I felt afterwards was just a sense of loss because you're just with each other and you're in this experience and you're in the trenches and there's just so much camaraderie. And then when it's all over, it's like... It's like if you've been in high school and you've been in a spring musical or in a play and then poof, it's over. And then you're like, I miss being with that person. I miss being with them. I miss, I'm, you just miss everybody. And that was really what hit me, was just missing having that much fun. Yeah, I agree to th with that. It's like, I remember the very last day everyone was gone and I had to go get something from the set and it was just weird. It's just eerie, you know? It's like camp's over, but you have to still stay because your parents haven't picked you up. <laughs> so we have uh, one here. Hi. Um, you know, I think Friday the 13th is always one of my favorite series because you can kind of share it with others. You know, it's one of those things that it's like a sharing experience. I know you mentioned your mo the motivation and you're saying that, you know, you didn't think that Friday the 13th would become this kind of big franchise. When you were signing on to the second movie, what was your motivation? It's kind of a question for both. Like, what was your, what do you expect to get out of it when you, uh, when you... Scale plus 10. <laughs> it was a move, it was a job. I mean, you were really happy that you got a job as an actor. You know, you go around, you audition all the time, and when they, when you get picked, and you're just like, oh yeah, I got a job. Yeah, yeah, same. Same, get, you know, getting experience in front of the camera and seeing how it works. Because it's one thing to do TV commercials. You're there and you're smiling and have to do it within 30 seconds. But it's different. You're given a script. There's a life there that you have to represent. And there's somebody's vision, both the writer's and the director's vision, that you have to represent. And it's a job. And you want to do a good job. So that's, yeah. that's what, it's, what it's about. Yeah. All right. So let's get one question here first. Yep, go ahead. Um, so I just saw Friday the 13th Part 2 um, yesterday. For the first time? For yeah. Thursday. <laughs> <Woo! laughs> um, Did it work? <laughs> Did it work? Yeah, I like it. Okay. Um, so I haven't seen that many horror movies, but what are your favorites? Oh, me? Oh, gosh. I'm real old school. I like uh, The Shining, The Omen, Carrie. Uh, I, you, know, you like that one, too? I, I tend to go towards... Um, religious movies because I had 16 years of Catholic school so that traumatized me so I'd like to see people in movies getting traumatized with a, a, a web of Catholicism over it you know the exorcist you know things like that yeah yeah I mean you know what I'm a I I I I, I cannot watch horror because the exorcist killed it for me <laughs> yeah okay all right let's do a quick question here yes uh when you the Friday the 13th part 2 the critics were very harsh against slasher movie uh, did you hesitate to accept another one like Girls Night Out or uh, April Fool's Day after that or by fear of being typecast well I think that was in why I said no to part 3 
you know, because I would thought, oh, God, you know, I don't really want to be, I want to do John Hughes movies. I want to do Steven Spielberg movies then, you know, oh, I got all cocky. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's why, you know, it said no. No, me, me not so much. Um, I, I knew I wanted to be on a soap opera, actually. I grew up with um, my family watching soap operas, and I thought that would be a really cool gig to really you know, embrace and embody a character through trials and tribulations. And I got very lucky to have been on one for 12 years and you know, basically grow up with the characters. So that was kind of cool. But also, I don't know about you, but I never read any reviews. So Thank you. you're welcome. Thanks for asking. So what draws you to a role and how do you prepare for it, you know, like an acting role? Well, if there's something really relatable in the script and there's really good people behind it, you know, you always are craving a great director and a great script. And then if you get really lucky, there's a great cinematographer. And so, and then a great wardrobe person. So it's basically the the whole scene, which would be wonderful. Um, that's what draws you to it. Now, if you can get those, um, that's great. But a lot of times you just have to do ones that, okay, I can make this work. I can make this work. Go ahead. Uh, this question is for both of you. Why do you think people are drawn to horror movies? Like, why are people such rabid fans? Because they take you out of your reality. Mm. Well, and you get to survive something. So mm. you get courage. You know, if they can do it, there's just a whole piece that was just written, I think, in Washington Post or New York Times about why people like horror films. And I'm always drawn, like, just tell me why. Tell me why. <laughs> because I don't. But it, it was just talking about the research behind it is that, you know, if you can survive that and that scare, that fear that, that you experience viscerally. And then all of a sudden in life, you kind of feel that fear. And it's like, no, I can get through this. I can get through this. You know, whether it be, you know, trying to interview for a new job or, you know, doing stuff that scares you, you know? What do they say? Do one thing every day that scares you? It's interesting that you say that because I have a friend that hadn't seen any of the Friday the 13th movies. So we watched all of them, like all, including Freddy vs. Jason and stuff like that. And at first she was really scared, especially the first two. Oh. But as she watched more and more, she's like, okay, I can do this. It's kind of like what you're saying. When oh. she was facing her fear, she right. got that confidence. And now she, she watched all the Chucky movies. She watched all of uh, oh, yeah. all the Freddy movies with me. Now she, now she can't get enough. So <laughs> it's really interesting you say that because I've kind of lived that. Like I, I saw that in someone else. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't really let her see Exorcist or me. She might stop. <laughs> <laughs> Charlotte. Um, my question is, did you guys take anything from set? And if not, what would you have given? Ooh. Good question. Good question. Nice sweater. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the sweater. See, here's the thing, Charlotte. A lot of times when you do a movie or you're on a TV show, they keep the wardrobe because what if you have to go back and reshoot it? And that did happen with our movie with a few of the actors. They had to go back and reshoot a couple of things. So they hold on to the wardrobe. I definitely didn't want those brown undies. <laughs> I mean, if anything, I would have used it, you know, as a hat with, you know, ponytails out the top of them. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if I wanted anything from that movie, I probably would have wanted the knife that, you know went into me. What about you? I guess maybe uh, the sweater and then like maybe the, the, the chainsaw or the, the chainsaw. You know, if, what if like I had the chainsaw or something? I don't know. That's kind of cumbersome. Cumbersome. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's a good question. I have to think about that one. 
Any other questions? Yeah. Did they have you, did they have you guys staying at the camp when you finished filming for the day, or did you guys have you in hotels nearby? We were all staying at the camp awesome. in the cabin. Yeah, that's cool. Possibly was going to say you guys slept. It was creepy. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm I'm from New York City, so I'm used to sirens, you know, and shootings, and you know, people yelling on the street, you know, buses, just a lot of noise. And you know, you go up to camp, you take a bus up, they pick you up at the bus depot, they bring you there, and you think, oh, well, this might be cool, and then it gets dark. And it's so quiet, and it's just dark and quiet. And I'm I'm in bed the first night. I'm like, I gotta go home. I gotta go home. <laughs> so that was that was freaky. But I've spoken to other ladies from other horror movie franchises, and I asked them. I said, Did you sleep at, at your camp? No, they put us up in a hotel. What was it up with your ramshackle movie? <laughs> I loved it. I loved oh. camp as a kid, and I grew up in suburbia, so I I, I love. I thought it was great. I think we have time for one more quick question. Uh, yeah, I'll do it. Uh, Amy, you kind of recently returned in a way to Ginny with the Jason Rising film with Adrian. How did that come about? Somebody asked me to do something, and it looked cool, and it came from people that I know, and voiceovers are always great. I love doing voiceovers because it doesn't entail wardrobe or makeup or travel or anything, and so it was like, yeah, I'm like, I can do it on my phone, and if it, you know, and it's cool, yeah. and um, yeah, so I was really happy to do that. Awesome. I enjoyed it. It was really good. Yeah, so good. I'm that. glad. Hopefully, you get to do more. Yeah. Alrighty. I think we can do one more quick question. We got like another minute or two. How much uh, did you did you enjoy or uh, dislike uh, getting uh, your uh, death scene in the movie? Oh, I love screaming. <laughs> oh my god, I love screaming so much that other movies got wind of my scream and I actually dubbed in other movies. Oh. Screaming, wow. which totally screwed with what happened. I I was on like my final callback for a Broadway musical, and I went in and I had no voice because I had been screaming the next, you know, the previous day. So, yeah, I got called out by him on that one. But yeah, yeah, I just love scream. I could scream all night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you. Those convention panels can be kind of dicey because you never know what the audience is going to ask. So when that Q&A was done, Amy and I hung out for a little bit and we were taking selfies before we had to head back out to the convention floor to do the photo ops, which I usually post on my Instagram page. That's always cool, too, because we do photo ops with the people from our movie, like, you know, Warrington and Russell and Bill and Amy, obviously, duh, John Fury, Adrian King, of course. And those photo ops are always a blast to do because we all know each other so well. But then we do photo ops with people from other parts of the franchise. And sometimes you've never met them before and they're near thrown together to have some fun like that with fans. So it's cool. And um, I, for one, hope to get out there to some conventions this year. And I'll keep you posted on my Instagram page, you know, Lauren Marie Taylor one 
the number one behind my name. So I'll post any upcoming convention appearances there. And then I'll also put updates on my website, laurenmarietaylor.com. Thanks again for listening, everybody, especially Tom in Maryland. And if you want to be a supporter too, you can go to patreon.com slash not the final girl podcast. Oh, and due to popular demand, I'll be having a chat for my next episode with R.G. Henning, who is the author of Sackhead, the definitive retrospective on Friday the 13th, part two. So stay tuned for that. And don't forget to keep your doors locked and stay out of the woods.